Bowser's don't listen. I, I like how it's just a thing now. We don't even worry about it. We we turn the computer we're on. We're in harmony too, which I we're, love. We're, we're, we're I all, with a biscuit in my mouth. I ain't spit anywhere. Yeah, no one know, no one would have known. Unless you told them. Yeah, I, want, I, need, I need the credit for this. I need everyone to know how much Come on, Spencer. To not only not wasting a biscuit, but to still also yelling horns. Maybe it's a clue. <laughs> Don't tell them. Don't tell them, Spencer. Okay. Well, as you can hear, we're all here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all here. Uh, what is it? It is um, June th- 14th? 14th. Yes. It's June 14th. Thank you. Uh, Irony Point is also with us. Ah, uh, what Brendan is it? Is Brendan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Brent, Brendan. Okay, I like to call you Irony Point. That's the project's name, actually. Oh, okay. We'll no, go with Brendan. You prefer Brendan. All right, Brendan it is. All right, but uh, I don't know. Irony Point is so I, good. All I, right. I, I was going to say Irony Point, too. So I just got that out of my system. All right, yeah. it's done. All right, <laughs> All right so yes, uh, Brendan is also with us who uh, joined us for our meeting, and now we're doing an episode because we figured we're all together. Why not? We don't have any content for you today or any like actual meaningful things. <laughs> so we're going to do another list episode from uh, who gave us the book, Katie? Caitlin. Caitlin. She found it at her boyfriend's house and lent it to me. Okay. Specifically found... because of our list episodes. Okay. <laughs> because we've done this about this book. It's called The Book of Lists Number Three. So that means there's two other books out there. This book is from 1983. There could be more than three, too. That's true. <laughs> oh, That's yeah, true. The fact that they numbered it allows me to know. I wonder if they numbered the first one. Well, this is before they had the Google. <laughs> the Google. So this is how they had to do it. Yeah, this is how they did it. You've looked up a, a list. There might be multiple number threes. Oh, ooh, ooh. damn! Getting spacey now. Three first okay. edition, three second edition, yeah. three point five. Oh, damn! Like in fucking uh, D&D? D&D? Yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what is it? We're gonna go through a bunch of lists from this book from nineteen eighty three. Uh, that apparently those things were correct in nineteen eighty three. So this book is like what <laughs> a little less than thirty years old. And uh, what's the first list we're going to go through? Um, 19 Stupid Thieves. 19 su- Stupid Thieves from stupid 1983. <laughs> um, number one, Caught With His Pants Down. J. Michael, 27, successfully robbed a sh- shop in the Old Town District of Albuquer- Albuquerque in March eight- 1980. However, he encountered trouble during his escape when his pants fell down, causing him to fall. He dropped his pistol and some stolen jewelry, but was able to flee the scene in a stolen truck. About an hour later, the pistol was reported seen in a uh, reported stolen by a woman who lived in the same building as Michael. When police arrived, they spotted the truck as well as Michael himself. Michael <laughs> was taken into custody for questioning, but the police knew they had their man when his pants fell down again on the way to the police car. <laughs> the smoking gun was okay. pants down. I'd also like to add that he wasn't successful. They, they, the first line is like, he successfully robbed. I'm like, no, well, nothing. The whole, story, the whole story is about how unsuccessful yeah, he was. We wouldn't be here so using, using the word successful as the, your beginning note of the character <laughs> or person is on... on I'm wasn't just, well thought out. I'm just wondering if, as the cops were like coming to the scene, if they just saw a different person accidentally drop their pants, and be like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I what is it? I've probably told this story before, but I will go through it very short because of that. I was in my senior year of high school. 
we were all in a back gym breaking a wall, like kicking. We were lining up to kick this part of the wall up, you know, because we were kids. We are just breaking a wall. Right. And as we're breaking it, <laughs> as we're breaking it, this one kid finally kicks his foot through it. And when he pulls, pulls his foot back, he loses his right shoe. The teacher walks in at that exact moment, looks at the wall reaches in and goes to pull out the shoe. Everyone, shoe. without saying anything to anyone, we all looked at each other, nodded, and took off our right shoes. Ooh. Everyone in the room, like, psych- it was the most psychic moment I've ever had. We all looked at each other, went, we know what to do. Mm-hmm. Took our right shoes off, he turns around, holds up the shoe, looks down, and sees everybody with one missing shoe, and throws it on the ground, <laughs> and walks out so pissed. Were, you, were your shoes all this matching? No, but it was just like the yeah. frustration that he knew that we all took our shoes off. Like, he immediately turned around and was like, whose yeah. shoe? Son of a bitch! <laughs> and we, were, we all cheered and threw our yeah. shoes up. We were like, yeah! <laughs> it was one of the most beautiful moments I've ever had with people. Flustered him out of there. Just the, the, the greatest part was the not, head nod. That's, we were all like, we know what to do. That sounds like something I've like Nesty classified. Yeah. Like, that would yes. be in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I love that you referenced Nesty classified. We should totally do Kudos. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great show. Oh Oh my god, that is a thing we are doing. We are doing that. We're stealing that idea. It's like a sitcom and it's got an intro and a laugh track. Oh, we're so doing that. Can we make the laugh track too? Yes. (laughs) We're so doing that. Can we make it the most baseline, like, uninterested laughs though? (laughs) 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 That's the best idea ever! I just want to be an actor in it so I can laugh. You have to be the main character. <gasps> you have to be the main ska guy that tells us, like, the ska facts that no, you're we need dead. to know. Like, when you're I walk in, everyone goes like, Whoo! I want to be an ignorant, like, ki- crowd kill person or something like that. I want to be, like, Hello. a weird side thing. <laughs> I guess you better pick it up. We're geniuses, guys. Uh, geniuses. Sarah is so a lot upset. Of nice here. <laughs> Original idea, don't steal. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's copyrighted by us because it's on the show. Uh, TM because uh, uh, copyright, fuck you. All right, so we'll, we'll continue this idea later. Okay, number two. On November 29th, 1978, David Goodhall and two female accomplices entered a home supply shop intending to engage in a bit of shoplifting. A bit of shoplifting. A bit of shoplifting. Me and my two female cohorts are taking a bit of shoplifting. I know, out of town, grab a few drinks, shoplift the place, hit a bar, you know. know, He also has two two female companions, might I add, too. That don't have names, apparently. Of course, he's a pimp. After stuffing a pair of curtains into a plastic carrier bag, the threesome attempted to leave by separate exits. However, the what? The, what? <laughs> <laughs> the threesome? Nice. You can say the menage a trois. It's fancier. They're not. They're not threesomes if they're leaving separately and in different directions. The book leave? says it. How are they leaving? Yeah, the book threesomes. says it. The book <laughs> also said the person was successful who clearly got caught by his pants falling down. Successful is a subjective term, you know. It, yeah, it's <laughs> damn right it is. However, they were. Apprehended immediately by several store detectives, Goodhall and his cohorts had failed to notice that the shop, at that very moment, was hosting a convention of store detectives. 
What? Detective convention? Yeah, it's not real. Dude, I want to hit that con. What is it? Except I want to hit that con dressed up as Sailor Moon and be like, oh, 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 I love how each thing she says is a great skit idea Spencer should be in. Where it's just him showing up to cons that aren't the right con. He goes, I don't think I'm at the right con. Immense, like the super smart people and just be like, Sailor Moon and be like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> just show up with a Sailor Moon outfit and be like, you guys like anime? Oh, I don't think this is yeah, right so one. There was a bear convention in town and my friend has um, uh, a fuzzy bear costume I want to show up in. I thought that would be a little disrespectful, but same deal. Sort of. I, if the, honestly, if they don't think it's funny, I don't think they deserve to, to, to like, you know, like, they shouldn't laugh then. It's it's a funny joke. It's just, uh, <laughs> well, screw you guys, I'm going to a different con. If they were at the right con and they just happened to be wearing Sailor Moon, what if that was... Then I'd go party. <laughs> That's a win-win. Yeah. There is a Sailor Moon con, it's in New York. Just Sailor Moon? Yeah, it's just Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. I gotta crack up my $10, like, Amazon dress that I got for mine. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, I read the next one. <laughs> 18-year-old Charles A. Muirweather broke into a home in northwest Baltimore on the night of November 22nd to 23rd, 1978, attacked the woman who lived there, and then ransacked the house. When he discovered that she only had 11.50 in cash, he asked her, how do you pay your bills? She replied, by check, and he ordered her to write out a check for $30. Then he changed his mind and upped it to 50. Who shall I make it out to? Asked the woman, a 34-year-old governor government employee. Charles A. Muirweather, said Charles A. Muirweather, adding, it better not bounce or I'll be back. He was arrested several hours later. Wow. He couldn't <laughs> even think to write it out to cash? <laughs> also, he robbed the person from 50 bucks? Like, I know this is 1980, so there's probably like $300, but still. $300, you ransacked their house? You're a dick. Right, exactly. Come on now. Write me a check! It's the 80s. There's way easier ways to make it $300 illegally. Come on now. Yeah, there's a bunch of... Very right about real. I'm starting to wonder if this book was written for people like us to be like, wow, I feel smart after reading how stupid this is. <laughs> <laughs> you just ripped the cover off it's for dummies. <laughs> Finally, a book for me. <laughs> On August 7th, 1975, John Anthony Gibbs, described by witness as very nervous, entered a restaurant in Newport, Newport, Rhode Island, flashed a gun, and demanded cash. After collecting $400, he put the money in a bag and tried to stuff the bag into his shirt pocket. Unfortunately, he was holding his gun in the same hand as the bag. The gun went off under his chin, and he was killed instantly. Oh. oh. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't think that that was going to go that direction. Now I'm just sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did he do again leading up to that? He put the gun in no, but, the same hand. He collected $400 from a restaurant. Oh, and he, and, oh, and so the cash He was hand, so nervous. Yeah. Well, how did that, oh, so when he squeezed the cash, he squeezed the trigger, I yeah. guess. I'm just maybe trying to figure swung, out how the hell that swung, happened. Maybe it swung around and shot him. I, that's, that's a boomerang gun? Like, what the... I don't know, How that... I don't know. A citation needed on the... Don't put a gun in your pants, guys. Don't it always goes it. off. That's how people shoot themselves all the time. They put guns in their pants. Well, if someone's like, Stop that man! Oh, shit! Fuck! Oh, God. Especially when pants <laughs> fall down and it goes off. It's even worse. Oh. 
<laughs> the guy from the Giants. That's how he shot himself. Shot himself in the foot because he had a gun in his pants. I don't know why. He had an unregistered gun in his pants. Like, you're a rich person. Register the gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can afford the fucking penalty. The fine, not the penalty. Um, every night, Mrs. Sharp of Los Angeles took her miniature poodle, Jonathan, out for a walk. <laughs> so that he could do his I'm sorry. And Jonathan. Who the fuck? Yeah, you're John now. John Poodle. <laughs> I like it when people give... Come on, Johnny boy. My friend has a kitten right now, and his name is Steve. And I just think it's so funny to see little Steve. He's like, this is Steve. <laughs> like, this little red, this little orange kitten. Um, a responsible and considerate citizen, she always brought with her a newspaper and a plastic bag to clean up after Jonathan. Well, that's not considerate. One, one night, as she was walking home with the bag in her right hand, a mugger attacked her from behind... Jumped her to the ground, grabbed her plastic bag, and jumped into a car and drove off the spoils of his crime. He stole poop. <laughs> yeah. That guy stole poop. That's hilarious. Do you want some more plastic poop bag uh, stories? Because I got one. Yeah. So, my little brother, a little dickhead, and when I was in middle school, well, actually, pretty much my entire school career, I always had a messy backpack. So, the little bastard got strawberries for a snack one time, and he put it at the bottom of my backpack. Ooh. So, a week later, that shit got ripe, and my mom opened it and smelled it. Little, I didn't even notice, but she smelled it, yelled at me, so I walked the dog that morning. <laughs> yeah, the dog, the, dog, uh, the dog did its business. I took care of the business, and I might as well drop the business in his backpack also. So <laughs> I, he, Brothers. I, I, didn't, I didn't zip it all the way up. Because I kind of left it open, and he took one step onto the onto the bus, and my mom smelt it. Bear in mind, he's five years younger than me. I'm in middle school at the time, so he smelt it, and all he hears, "Oh my god!" And so that's where I got I got scolded by my mother, and I saw my father holding back laughter. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing better than when you make your mother mad and your father proud. <laughs> oh, I did another one like that too. So I'm sure everyone saw like the um, the banal in high school. There was a thing on MTV where they changed it to anal high school. So um, my brother played for the Manalpin High School team, and on the back of my dad's truck, it said, I heart Manalpin. So <laughs> it was in the uh, dry erase chalk, so I wiped it off to do I heart anal. He drove all the way to the barber and back home and didn't see it until he came into the neighborhood. I've never seen a conflicted man like that wanted to kick my ass, but also laugh at the same time. <laughs> I was a great child, actually. Yeah, it sounds... That sounds superb. Yeah, yeah. Superb. the perfect I amount of I write my own book about dumb things. <laughs> um, in 1977, a thief in Southampton, England, came up with a clever method of robbing the cash register at a local supermarket. Clever. After collecting a basket full of groceries, he approached the checkout area and placed a $10 bill, or $10 note, $10 note on the counter... The grocery clerk took the bill and opened the cash register, at which the thief snatched the contents and ran off. It turned out to be a bad deal for the thief, since the till contained only four thirty-five, and the thief ended up losing five sixty-three. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's not stonks. That's a fun situation. Because you know the the girl that was at the clerk, you know the clerk person was sitting there going, "Oh, what what just happened? You just ran away with four dollars. I, I, I have a ten dollar bill." I think I won. Maybe, maybe he's actually Robin Hood. Just giving give more money to the store clerk to. I need change for the six dollars. Do you have a change for a ten? Ha! Ah! Keep the change, and he's gone. I like that. 
I like the concept that he's now giving people money. He's just <laughs> aggressive about it. <laughs> and he needed change. <laughs> he's like, I have a $10 bill. I want to give this lady like six bucks. Though. I also need change for the parking meter. Oh! <laughs> like, I can't give her all the $10. I'm just, I'll just steal $4 and throw the 10 out of her. She can't be doing <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move on to the next list. Right, we're on to the next list. What kind of list is this now? Witticisms of condemned criminals. The what? Witticisms. Witticisms. You'll understand can when I, I start reading it. Put it. Can I have that in a sentence? Witticism. You'll understand when I start reading it. Okay. okay, number one, George Apple, electric, electrocuted in 1953. As he was being strapped into electric chair, Apple quipped, Well, folks, you'll soon see a baked apple. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, ah, it's I'm, a quip. The guy has a pun just before he dies. That's great. That's that's a funny guy. They should have let him live. <laughs> I um, how's that a woodism? That, uh, yeah, that part went over my head. Woodism. Yeah, same here. A woodicism. Some something clever they said. Like witty. Oh, witty witticisms. I'm thinking like wood, like tree. <laughs> they couldn't have just said a like a you know, last word. Way more confusing than me. <laughs> I, I like that guy's last words. Like You're about to see a big apple. Yeah, I got like four hours of sleep, man. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Number two, Guy Clark, hung in 1832. On the way to the gallows, the sheriff took Clark to speed up the pace. Clark replied, uh, on the way to the gallows, the sheriff told Clark to speed up the pace. Clark replied, nothing will happen until I get there. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that's the direction I was going. <laughs> that's of, hilarious. Not going to say I have the same thing in my head, but also not going to say that I'm not not having either. <laughs> James Donald French, electrocuted in 1930, 1966. 1966. Turning to a newsman on his way to, to the chair, French helpfully suggested, I have a terrific headliner for you in the morning. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You call that one all night. <laughs> yeah. if he di- even if he didn't, who cares? You know, like, People are dying and they're just making puns. No, they themselves are dying and they're making a pun. <laughs> I like that they make a you know, joke. If, if you can't laugh at yourself, you know, I mean... I personally I mean, would I take just, a little bit of honor in the fact that my whole country got together and they were like, we got to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I would put my, that's how I put it to ease while I walked to the chair or, or, or the needle. I'd be like, this whole place got together. They're like, fuck this dude. Right? <laughs> like, we just got to take him out. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Number four, William Palmer, hung in 1856. As he stepped onto the gallows, Palmer looked at the trapdoor and ex- exclaimed, Are you sure it's safe? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's not like a ha-ha one. It's just one of those, like, uh-uh. It's one of those ones where you're the executor and you're like, Really, bro? <laughs> you're like, Really? And then you go home as the, the executioner being, like, telling your wife, you're like, This dude, he said this today. Honey, I had the craziest, <laughs> Honey, I had the craziest day at work today. <laughs> Like, that's his crazy day. He's like, this guy made a joke. <laughs> I mean, as an executioner, yeah, he probably doesn't get that too often. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. He's like, a guy, he was walking there. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was like, it was a little dark, but, you know, I see the point. I almost didn't want to kill, but, you know, got to pay the bills. <laughs> Do you think they get kill- They get paid per kill? No. Or is it like a, 
hourly salary, rate. Salary, bro. And it's yeah. a salary thing? They sit on their fucking ass all day until, like, one guy fucking girls do that they are allowed to kill. Well, I think how we do it now is you don't know. No one knows who it is. They do, like, a random draw. Right. And the person's covered, got his face covered when they go to pull, the, like, the actual really? plug. Or put in the actual needle now. Yeah, so there's yeah. no actual execution. No, there are. They so there are? are. It's it's all done like move it's, around. it's all done like human in, or uh, humane injection. <laughs> but you have multiple, it's not humane, but well, it's um, it's called that. Yes. But either way, you have multiple people that do it, and four like three of them are saline solution. One of them is the injection. Nobody knows who actually did it. So what? It's, yeah, it's, they're with, making it way too complicated. With they the injection, four people, then. They, they used to do that with people. fire. They used to firing squad. With the firing squad, they filled everybody with blanks and only had like two or three dudes with bullets. And they, and then they shot at the crowd and nobody knew which gun was actually loaded or which one wasn't. So you didn't know if you were the one that actually killed them or not. So that way you don't have to deal with the guilt of being the one that actually shot the shot, you know? But when it comes to electric chair, there is a person that actually pulls the lever. It's just one dude. Well, I don't think we do electric chair anymore. Right? Uh, not in this state, but we still do it in a few in states. In the country? Yeah, we still really? do it. Yeah, we still Texas, do it. In a few, dude. Uh, Texas, yeah. we still do it. I'm going to I'm gonna check. Yeah, Texas. we do it in a few states. Still, yeah, we, dude, still hang people in, we still hang people in one state, but we don't... We don't Use the lynch anymore, but we but it's legal in one what the state. The difference between I think Texas they still fire. Squad it too. is it is the same thing. It's still firing squad. I have a lot to Google right now. Being hanged is being lynched. Okay, next one. The more you know. James W. Rogers <laughs> shot in 1960. Asked if he had a la- asked if he had a last request. Rogers stated, "Why yes, a bulletproof vest." <laughs> Zing! <laughs> that man's funny. <laughs> Like, hi, see what see what I did? <laughs> Frederick Charles Wood, electrocuted in nineteen sixty three, sitting down in the electric chair, Wood said, Gentlemen gentlemen, you are about to see the effects of electricity upon wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's fine. That's funny. Yeah. Word to Frank Zapper. Yeah, word to Frank Zapper. Yeah. Uh he should figure that out and work that into his art somehow. Um, We're moving on to the next list. Oh, now there's a new list. We have so many lists because of this Holy shit, a number of states still allow the condemned person to choose between electrocution or lethal injection. Most pick le- lethal injection. I way can't less. imagine why. <laughs> they say it's less harmful, but I mean, it's probably still pretty painful. I, yeah, I can imagine. So, let's see. So, if you live in Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee, or Virginia, uh, you have a choice. Good for you. Good, good for you. Yeah. yeah, you know. Great. I would choose not to die. Good crunk. Choose life. Things, I guess. Train spotted. Nobody? Cool. I remember that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you ever read the sequel? Yeah. No. Yeah, there's a book that's the sequel to really? Train Spawning. It's really good. Yeah, the what is it? The one dude that gets in trouble, the guy that uh, lost the money or whatever, the dude that beats people up at the bars. Yeah, he goes to jail, mm-hmm. and Pony Boy or uh, whatever his name is writes yeah, him. Ciders, yeah. yeah, he. Uh, yeah, which what character? And the guy that plays Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not him. That, oh. The uh, other guy with. Uh, the athlete. No. So what's his name? Sick Boy or something? I can't remember his fucking name. The blonde-haired guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the he talk. writes him love notes while he's in prison the whole time in the book. Right. And the dude's getting beat up in prison because they think he's gay. because oh, he, no. he's Because this dude's sending him fucking love notes just to fucking piss him off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, in, the, in the book. It's really good. Drives a point home, I guess. <laughs> okay, the next list is Dan Greenberg's seven best, pick, best lines for picking up girls. Oh, wow, he this is, is going to be bad. 
the three-time winner of the Playboy Humor Award. <laughs> so this is from 1981. 1983. 1983, a dude who won an award in what? The Playboy Humor Award. In? Three times. I don't know. Oh, he just won it three times. Yeah, Playboy, the magazine. Yeah, I just want to know what years. Who the hell reads that, dude? You don't do You're right, Jake. You're right. Okay. Smooth as hell, okay? The more I learn about Playboy, like, I wonder how people masturbate to that, man. Like, I thought that was supposed to be, like, the replacement of porn. And meanwhile, there's, like, one centerfold, and the rest you're actually supposed to read. What is this? You jack out to the centerfold. Uh, you use your brilliant imagination. Just like, you know, while when, reading when the, the Wi-Fi's out and shit, and while, read, not while, while reading the funniest joke ever. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> no, it's for after. That's not The funny joke is your dessert afterwards. It's the comic strip at the end of the newspaper. Number one, my aunt died and left me $6 million with the stipulation that I find a wife by Friday. Would you like to have a drink? <laughs> that is a bold lie. <laughs> um, that's a pretty bold lie. It might work temporarily. Yeah, you're taking, yeah, starting yeah. off. Yeah. It's bad jumping off point. I mean, you gotta lie the whole time. That yeah. You definitely have to lie for a while. You know? I like how you would get like like if she gets married to you you're like hi you're mad we're married uh, there's no way out of this <laughs> like the fact that that's the logic behind that <laughs> it's like uh, it's a prison for, for women number two excuse me do you happen to know where they're holding the sexual olympics this year I'm a finalist in the nine hour freestyle multi-orgasm event <laughs> that was way too many words. Don't yeah. say any words. of these things to women. Never. All right? <laughs> Please do not. Sure we are not advocates. This is the list of that things. That guy was getting know. laid back then. <laughs> He's never said this shit to a woman. All right? Never said this shit to a woman. Dude, if you made it to Playboy, I mean. I think he just said bold things that they wrote in Playboy. <laughs> Sometimes all that works. I'll tell, sprinkle a little confidence in there. And, uh, I'm not. Listen, trying. it never worked for me. I never tried. I was more like. <laughs> I don't really know how it works for me. Anyways, I got my girlfriend like, saying shit like that. Listen, <laughs> don't fool yourself. I pickup lines as a satire. I've never walked up to a stranger and said one. I don't like that. That's just not my. What style. you're realizing there, Spencer, is what we all need to realize is we don't pick them. They pick us. Mm. All right. It's not up to us. It's up to them. We're just living our lives, and then a one walks up that we think is really attractive, and we're like, "What's happening? I'm just gonna go with the flow." And that's that is being a boy. All right. Uh, uh, she likes me. Uh, peacock, and your just your feathers just flow out from your ass. Yeah. Poof. Because oh, we don't know how to look attractive head. if we're trying. That doesn't work That's that way. Do, we yeah. only look good while we're doing stuff and we're not paying attention to them. <laughs> Kyle, would you like to finish the list? I'd love to. <laughs> Number three. Let's have ourselves a look here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Would like the pleasure would, would like the pleasure of your company at dinner. They've asked me to escort you. Where's the joke? Say it again. President and Mrs. Reagan. Would like the pleasure of your company at dinner. They've asked me to escort you. What? That's like an escort. Like, so another uh, what? So in other words, they're like. I guess it's like you bragging, like you so, know, president. So you're. you're what the you're, fuck? I thought the eighties was funny, man. I think like. Yeah, no, no, I like how this one's outdated, and you have to talk yeah. about a person that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> if I was alive in the eighties, I think 80s, I would want dead. a girl who's like, oh, you know, Reagan. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, are we trying to get yeah? Are we trying what's to get like? conservative girls? Like, what's the point here? Oh, trickle down economics. Are we like those things? Reaganomics. 
Number four. I'm Robert Redford, and I'm wearing a disguise so I won't be recognized. May I buy you a drink? Who the fuck is Robert Redford? How is that impressive? That was the best answer ever. Who the fuck is Robert Redford? Pardon me, but I think I might have once been married to you. What the fuck? Who's like, oh yeah, you! I wouldn't even think that was, like, clever. These like, are that's all just, like, fucking flound. A hot-ass girl could say that to me, and I would be like, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. I have evidence that we were lovers in a previous life. I mean, it's the same thing as being, like, you know, I'm a Taurus, right? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. What's your sign? Yeah, what's... Do people still say that shit? Absolutely, oh, absolutely. they say absolutely. that absolutely. shit. People say the sign shit? Of course. It's the same people that do the tightrope thing over in Sunset Park. Uh, <laughs> number seven. I have a 357 Smith and Weston. 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 Shut up, that chance, bro. That chance, bro. I have a 357 Smith and Weston pointed at your pancreas. Would you like to come have a coffee? What the fuck? What? Yo. That one was just a great threat. threat. Damien died. That was a. Threat. I have a gun in my pocket. Terrible. Body. I'm not a fan you of that. You just tell them what kind of gun you have, <laughs> and then you say, "Do you want to have a drink?" It was a different time. Ain't that? Oh uh, wait, no. Some biker chicks might be like, "Oh, okay." How is that? You know what? Why is that not at the? Wait a minute. First of all, he said that was a good pickup line. Why is that not at the top of the list? Wouldn't that one work all the time because you have a gun? It's a terrible way to... <laughs> yeah, that's more like a they got that published. I like that there's a bunch of women out there that are like, ah, oh, fuck you. Playboy and men, like, don't take the shot. <laughs> what a but fucking turn, The dude. next list is 18 worst opening lines. Okay, this should be good. This is not by the same guy. Oh, unfortunate. Oh, damn it. Another boy. That's unfortunate. We can't hear more knowledge from that young, young man. <laughs> okay, for general situations... The best pickup line, or the worst pick opening line is number one. Is that really your hair? Why would <laughs> why would that ever be a line ever? Sounds in rude. any like that wouldn't be a line. Like that would be the fifteenth line. There, there, there are guys. Did, did we like abuse at this time? Is that like a thing? <laughs> are you telling me there are guys that walk up to you and go, "What's up with your hair?" <laughs> like that's their opening line. Yeah. Like their opening line is like, "Yeah, hey, your hair. It's uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's not normal. What's up?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm a dude. <laughs> I hate that everything you said is stuff that I also said. Not like the pickup line, but just like the way you say it. It's like, exactly how, that's how. That's how I talk normally. I don't know how to like get, that's, it's so hard to get past that. Because you're like, I want to talk to you solely based on the fact that you're attractive. And I'd like to get to know you and stuff, but it's all a ruse. But we are super simple. Like, we just go by like, oh, oh you know, like glasses. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, we just go off of like what we can see, like, oh, man. Hey, you know, I you feel like every time I try, I feel like every time I try, she's already made up her mind well, well ahead of time. Like, it's been, like a year ago, she was like, I'm going to bang this guy one day. And I just attempted that day. <laughs> Dude, like, when I used to have a Tinder, I was hit with the tried and true. Hi, how are you? That doesn't. Nope, not at all. <laughs> no, that's like a thing. You know that, right? That all girls yeah, don't respond to that. Yeah, but I also don't want to be saying pickup lines to people I never fucking met before. You I asked think they're hilarious. Like, yeah, you ask them I if they prefer that. waffles or pancakes. And if they say pancakes, you tell them they're wrong, and it's waffles. My girl loves this line. I go, you, down the list. you ever got your booty ate by a guy with a rat tail? Works every time. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you, don't, when you show up and you don't have a rat tail? Hit up Playboy. I don't know. <laughs> so it's not working. All right, <laughs> 
What's, I mean, no, I only have one girl. I, mean, I could just be like a two, and she'd be like, kiss me. And I'd be like, well, okay. Call him the Rat King. <laughs> rat King, call him Rat King. True. That's awful. Okay, number two yeah. for a general situation. You remind me of a woman I used to date. That is definitely a bad idea. And number three, is your place or mine? That I've heard. <laughs> that I've heard somebody say to somebody. Like a smash? <laughs> Some dude with like a flock of seagulls haircut with a skin tongue and like, oh, your place or mine. Yeah, that's exactly how he said it. That's exactly how it was said. <laughs> your place or mine. Flock and they're like, and every girl ever in the world goes, ew, all yeah. collectively point, at once. He points to what car he drives. There's a Lamborghini Countach, but behind it's a Chrysler K car. <laughs> so he's pointing at the K car, but looks like a Countach. I should. I, why don't I do this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. 18 worst opening lines for bars. Looking okay. at a woman's jewelry. Wow, it looks like you just robbed a jewelry store. Wow. Wow. Hey, did you work hard and pay for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a great <laughs> I think that that's a great <laughs> Holy shit. I think that that would actually do a lot Let's better of a chance than what he said. You can re- Let's yeah. write the whole book again. You should go with that. what Spencer said. <laughs> hey, did you work real hard for that? I bet not. <laughs> Number two, bet I can outdrink you. I've heard that. I've heard that before. You know what? Girls say it to you. Really? I've heard girls say it to me uh, at least twice. And You know what? I got tricked. I just realized that now. Okay, so... She's <laughs> taking shots of water while you're just hitting the hard stuff? Yeah, yeah, probably. That was probably what was happening. Probably, yeah. It's probably just like, I'm going to take advantage of Matt. <laughs> Number three. I played the field, and I think I just hit a home run with you. Well, I'm the umpire. I feel like that's something I would see in a TV show. Yeah. Like somebody would say in a TV show. Well, I, I'm actually the umpire. You're out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. I like that. I liked it. If yeah. you, came out of, you came out of left field and said that shit. Yeah, left field. And then I would have yeah. <laughs> been out in the, the, the far field laughing about it. <laughs> you mean the one guy in the three Ha-ha! I'd be like, ha-ha, I saw that whole interaction. <laughs> it was like life was entertaining me. <laughs> Worst opening line lines for restaurants. Okay. Do you think I deserve a break today? What? Um... <laughs> I've heard people say this to a waitress, and I and all of them look at the wait the customer the same way. Like I don't understand, yeah. like what's happening? Are you saying are you trying to be clever? Because it's not clever. Is there like secret underground code in the eighties that I'm missing? Where like this doesn't this all is all ulterior messages that it's just like I don't know. Or is maybe. this slang? Was this? Are, there's no puns. Am I taking this? There's no certain, puns. No, there's no punch. There's no puns. There's no nothing. Like is this is there slang that I'm missing here? It's just sentences I that put bad taste in your mouth. everywhere say stupid. <laughs> douchey things and then say to other dudes they're like and then I said and they're like and then she looked at me like I was an asshole you know, like, no but it was hilarious bro yeah <laughs> like I guess that's their thing is that Some bizarre like she wants the D <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you even say to me? he's like hey mama Cena you're foxy like I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely something that someone said somewhere after this, <laughs> after this there's a video on YouTube someone hey, uploaded of a bar in Belmar from like 1983 we have to watch it yes is it all those pickup lines where it's like it's there's one dude in a purple tank top that's just like, oh yeah, ladies, I, I'm really bad at being a douche. Well, no, <laughs> just not the not the confident douche. So, but yeah, it's all it's all every, it's everything that this book starts to make sense now that I think about it. <laughs> so it says in <clears throat> I'm gonna before we continue the list, it says in 1981, psychologist Chris 
Klink, author of First Impressions, the Psychology, Psychologically of in, in, Encountering Others, conducted a study of opening lines used by men when meeting one. He polled 300 college students in California and Massachusetts, asking them to list opening lines used in general situations as well as bars, restaurants, supermarkets, laundromats, and beaches. Did you say California, Massachusetts? California and Massachusetts. Oh, and Massachusetts. Uh, I thought maybe there's a small city in Massachusetts. I'm betting a thousand tonight. He, anyway. he then asked 1,000 college students, also from California and Massachusetts, to rate the 100 most frequently cited opening lines on a seven-point scale ranging from excellent to terrible. Is there any good ones? Like, like, do women like, is there a line that's good? I think I thought of one that's good. Do you want to pet my cat? Like, I have a cat. I legit, it's not like an end window. Like, I actually have a cat, and I'm like, do you want to pet this cat? I feel like that would work. Always say yes to that. See? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I already got one yes. I find that sure. creepy. You think it's creepy if yeah. I just came out of nowhere with a cat? Yeah. Okay, I see where you're no, coming No, you just at. ask no. them, do you want to pet if my cat? If he had the cat, though. I have the cat. If he had That's the what cat. I mean. I have the, the cat, and I'm showing you it. You yeah. see it, like I'm holding... Like I'm if holding you don't Piccolo. Have the cat, it's creepy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then it's like come back to my house and you can fucking. It's a good debate topic. See the like, cat that might be there. Wide variety of opinions on this. Yes, I like this. Cat discourse. The, the, like if I'm holding the cat, not creepy. Without the cat, definitely creepy. You got to start with the cat. Always start with the cat. Just remember, kids, bring your cats to the bar. Okay. The last one I'm gonna do is laundry mats because the other ones aren't really worth worth reading. There's pickup lines for laundromats? I'm just astounded how awful these are. We have to read the laundromat pickups because they got to be like <laughs> different into window for laundry and I got to hear it. I'll show you my spin cycle. Oh. <laughs> is that one of them? Is it, is it one of them? Oh, oh uh, damn. I, re- I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> you were writing this book. <laughs> um, a man shouldn't have to wash his own clothes. That's, mm, that's, that's just awesome. the sexist. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. He just shows up and then says to a woman, like, I shouldn't have to wash these. You should do it. While I'm at it, make me a sandwich. Oh, God, my God. It's oh. like, you know, you are attractive to me. <laughs> uh, yo, if there's a girl in a, in a turnover shirt, you'd be like, you want to come here and spend with me? Woo! That's cute. Oh, yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't believe What about the laundromat song with the dead milk man? That's facts. I don't like turnover. I like doing nothing. I actually did once take out a girl on a date, and we passed the laundromat, and I played the song for her, and she liked it. That's cute. Aww. Yeah, That's super she cute. dug it. Yeah. See? Oh. <laughs> um, second one. Those are some nice undies you have there. Okay. okay. You know what? Those, okay. I should have saw that coming. Because you're at a laundromat, so it's not. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'm gonna let them fly. And the third one. Still kind of creepy, but yeah. I'll wash yeah. your. My standards have been lowered ever since. I'll wash yours if you wash you mine. You seem to have your I'll wash your clothes this. if you wash mine. And someone drops their pants. That sounds like a bad deal. Yeah, that's a if shitty deal. Drops their pants the laundromat, you did a terrible job. You shrunk all my shirts. <laughs> I, I just, I just tried to pick it up, tried to help out the lady. Someone drops their pants in the laundromat. Freeze, you criminal! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the last other story. Never mind. Cool. Dropping something in the laundromat feels like it's like it's what was the really point of being here? Because that floor is not cool. <laughs> I just undid all of my work. <laughs> There's a list of 18 best opening lines, but it's like just common like courtesy questions. Okay. Like, do you want to dance? Oh. Like you it took it to. took a lot of nerve to approach you, <laughs> you so I can't at least ask what your name is. Your and like, do you want to play frisbee? Do you want to play frisbee? That's for the beach. Oh. 
I feel like that's creepy that's no matter where I am, no matter what I'm holding. If you ask anyone, if I'll have you know at college, I made a lot of friends that started with Frisbee. 175 In years. your conversations, you walked up, no joke, didn't know a person, and went, hey, do you want to play Frisbee with me? And they were like, oh, this is, I'm not going to get killed. Like, let's, go to, let's, let's go to a second location with this, guy, with this stranger. I mean, I'm already playing with other people, and someone's sitting alone and looking at Stranger asks you to play Frisbee. Do not go to a second location. No. <laughs> that is when you die. Do not let the stranger move you to a second location. Hey, pro tip from the other side, if you're playing Frisbee and you want them to play, just ask the people around the location you're personally playing at. Yeah, see, that's in the same location. That'd be a crazy motive, like the Frisbee killer. I like that. Does he kill like you some, with... It'd be like Oddjob from 007, but instead of the hat, the Frisbee, just like... It's a giant shirt. strikes again. I would like to read the best opening lines for laundry mats, though. Let's do it. Want to go have a beer or a cup of coffee while we're waiting? I, right. that's, yeah, that's actually that's a good fine. Yeah. that is sad wow yeah. not the same guy that wrote the other way that's a step above hi how are you but it's, it's yeah. fine yeah excuse me wait no never mind that's a supermarket one. Oh. it said excuse me which steak looks better to you for the supermarket which steak looks better if you know your meats which one's better <laughs> <laughs> You look like you know your meats. You gotta say, you gotta say it real good like that. Hey, babe, you gotta I imply have, that they I have like, the beef. Dude, please, I will pay you to say that to someone. No, at the I store. don't do this to someone. I only do this shit have satire. Well, I'm doing practical jokes. Kyle, say it to somebody. Hey, Ed, do you work on a farm? Do you sure know how to raise a cock? Well, oh shit. I I, I keep the land trimmed. <laughs> I don't even understand that part. It was hilarious. Surf from medieval times. I keep the land trim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the second one for laundry mat is: Could you show me how to work this machine? That's a good. Actually, right, I feel yeah, like that would work. Right. Yeah. I feel like being a dumb guy works when you're like, I'm helpless. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I hold all these clothing? <laughs> yeah. Number three. It's nice to see a person so neat with their clothes. I wish I were that way. That's actually These are wholesome. Yeah, yeah they're so <laughs> nice. Yeah, this who wrote this list? Can yeah. we talk? The I need guy. more dating the advice. Same guy? Okay. Yes. There's no yeah, same, guy. Oh. same guy got morals suddenly in the laundry <laughs> No, don't let him deceive you. He does his shit on purpose because the, the original guy is the real guy. Yeah, this he's putting on a facade. This is his facade. So he know he must feel like at the laundromat he's got to tim it down. Where at other places, he's like, yeah, I'm going balls out. Yeah, he's at the bar and he's an asshole. Yeah, exactly. He's like, hey, bitch, pull out your pants. Okay, who wants to read a list? I don't. Could I read the 20 This is a long one. We're not there yet. Okay. But you can read the 20 odd jobs. All right, Kyle. Kyle's excited to read the list. He is. 20 odd jobs? No. Where Where are we? 20 almost. almost indestructible people? Yeah. Is this is what we're doing? Oh, okay. Seven almost indestructible people. Uh, Grigory Rasputin. Oh, yeah. He oh, is yeah. indestructible. Dude, that sounds indestructible. Yeah, yeah this guy is indestructible. You're indestructible. Uh, <laughs> indestructible. The Russian mystic and orgiest? Is that right? Or yes. G-I-A-S-T? Yeah, yeah. Okay. he studies orgies, yes. Held enormous political power at the court of the Romanovs from 1905 until his murder... In 1916. We need more politicians that are professional orgiasts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the most of them are, actually. It's not with uh, we'll get to that consenting later. adults. 
Uh, <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? You go to town hall, and afterwards, you have it, shenanigans ensue. Yeah. That this it's definitely like that, but with you know, like children and rape. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, no. That's what uh, I was touching on. That's not, I didn't want to say it out loud, but yes. <laughs> well, you know, now I hate our pre- this. Our president. Our president is well documented with the world's uh, most notorious uh, pedophile. You mean the yeah, one that um, that just right? that, that committed suicide? Yeah, definitely yeah, committed one. suicide. Yeah. No question. Yeah, that one. That this decadent vulgar peasant should hold such sway over the empress, Alexandra infuriated a group of five power-hungry aristocrats who set out to destroy him. They arranged for Rasputin to take a midnight tea at the home of Prince Felix Yusupov. Russian Steve. Call him Steve. Dude, this guy's story is really crazy, actually. Some you some accounts say that Rasputin yeah. drank voluminous amounts of poisoned or opiated wine and remained unaffected. Yep. To Yusupov's great consternation? Sounds right. <laughs> we big great. The frightened prince contrived an excuse to go upstairs where the waiting gang furnished him with a gun. Then followed him downstairs. According to Rasputin's daughter, Maria... The men assaulted her father and used him sexually. Then Yusupov shot him, again, according to Maria, they viciously beat Rasputin and castrated him, flinging him the famed penis across the room. It's famous. I'll get to it. When One of the cons- conspirators, a doctor, pronounced the victim dead, but Yusupov, feeling uneasy, began to shake the body violently. The corpse's eyes twitched and opened. Suddenly, Rasputin jumped to his feet, gripped Yusupov by the shoulder... Terrorized, Prince Felix pulled, pulled himself free. Rasputin fell to the floor and the other men dashed upstairs. In the midst of the brouhaha... The brouhaha. Ah, the only ah. other time I've ever heard brouhaha was on Mission Hill. <laughs> the one, I forgot the, uh, the couple. Yes. Sorry for all the brouhaha. <laughs> yeah. They heard noises in the hallway. Rasputin crawled up the stairs and after them. Two more shots were fired into him and again... He was beaten with harrowing violence. The men, still doubting the death, bound Rasputin's wrist, carrying him into a frozen river. They thrust his body through a hole in the ice. Rasputin was still alive. The icy water revived him. Then he struggled against his bonds. When his body was found two days later, with scarred wrist and water-filled lungs, gave this proof, as did his freed right hand, which was frozen in the sign of a cross. He, this is not even the first attempt on his life. They had four or five attempts on his life. No, so this dude's a peasant, right? He, he's a fucking little, he's just a peasant in Russia. He fucked and lied and conned his way up to royalty. And he's got a leg-slapping cock. Dude, insane. They said it was like a fucking, aw- seriously. Nicknamed the so They preserved it after he died. It got fucked up. Jar. And they were like, I don't know, let's just put a horse this there in place because it's the closest thing we can yeah, get. The closest, they, they literally knocked it over after like a bunch of years and then we're like, oh, what the fuck are we going to do? And they put a horse's dick in there, and nobody noticed the difference because it's the same size as a fucking horse. And it sounds so familiar. It's like I lived this guy's past life. It just sounds like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm re- like, oh, you know? The reason so many people wanted to kill him is because he was fucking everybody. And he fucked all their wives and daughters, bro. And then, and everybody <laughs> fucked everybody. Legs. Got, yeah. <laughs> so this guy, poisoned so this guy, they poisoned him in a poker game one time and put it in these cakes. He, they, they said they put enough poison in there to kill like 
three or four men overheat like four times the amount or something because he had something wrong with his stomach and had to get a lining of his stomach removed or something when he was younger or something done to his stomach so he could take the poison. And then they did the same thing to him at a party where they poisoned him all night, like literally fed this dude poison all night and he passed out and they rubbed, they wrapped him up in a rug and threw him in a river and he fucking lived. (laughs) He fucking lived. Like the drunk asshole just fucking rolled out of the rug and crawled out of the river and lived. And stayed and what, in the same fucking city? Like, dude, he just went back to work, <laughs> fucking bitches. And going in a, because apparently, what is it? They're, the king's daughter, the, the royal family, they had a son that was going to be like the next prince. And this guy had like, um, what's that disease where you bleed as soon as you hit, hit like you, when you cut yourself? And you Anemia. Yeah. He had that and he had a few other problems. And this Without knowing any medical science, he had a way to like calm him down when he had seizures and stuff like that. So they kept him around because like he was the only dude that could help the uh, the prince when he would go into these seizures. Huh. And literally, it's like he led to Russia losing their royal family because he was influencing the royal family with his bullshit and what fucking was this everybody. Guy's name again? Uh, Rasputin. Rasputin. This is like is this like the Rasputin that's like on the the was it the beer old Rasputin or something? Like they have he fucked his way to the top. He fucked his way because <laughs> no, he had a leg slapping cock. I know the face, <laughs> bro. I know the face. I did not know the story. <laughs> yeah, dude, this motherfucker <laughs> fucked and lied and just bullshitted yeah, his way to the top. At what point did he realize that maybe people don't like me? Yeah, that's care. what I'm thinking. Like, he stop eating cake that people are giving you. But he did not give a fuck. He just drank and fucked bitches and just yeah, did all his thing. I appreciate that level of lack of self-consciousness. Like, yeah. Dude, he like, was still, yeah, people can't... Who gives a fuck shit. when you have a leg slapper? Yeah, they just he was probably bruising his thighs. He a horse dick, bro. Wouldn't he just pass out if he got an erection? I mean, no, there'd be no blood. Not blood. actually how that works. I don't know. Oh. Man, <laughs> so big. So you, you mean that, that middle school myth that I brought yeah. up my entire no, life? Yeah, not actually how that works. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's get to the next one, please. All right. <laughs> so, this was your book. Okay, maybe I'm a little vulgar, but I'm just saying, this is, your, this is the material you gave me to talk about. We've already talked about him on the episode of uh, podcast before. You just weren't here yet. Oh. Yeah, yeah I'll talk about so this guy all day. penis is like a... <laughs> they will not stop. Yeah. Dude, it's a horse stick, bro. It's pickled. <laughs> Imagine the helicopter that he used to perform for his mates. My point exactly. <laughs> the helicopter? Yeah, after he fucked. I mean, everyone goes, right? You know, you fuck and then you go, here, sweetie. A performance just for you, and then you give her the old helicopter dig, and she's like, "Wow, yeah, he probably, yes!" He probably flew away. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, the next one. Please. All right, here we go. So Samuel Dombey. Okay. Dombey. All right. Dombey was a black. <laughs> Look at him like he's supposed to know this right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, he sure. only knows about one crazy big penis Russian guy. Okay, he doesn't know them all. <laughs> Alright. There's only one. Alright, so Dombey was a black gravedigger in post-Civil War New Orleans. Because he worked for such low rates, his fellow gravediggers decided to put an end to their competition. Whoa. They called upon a certain Dr. Barrowgard, reputed to have great magical powers, to use his $50 supreme curse involving an owl's head. The next morning, as Dombey began to dig a new grave, he heard a loud explosion. Someone apparently injured, staggered, injured, staggered from a nearby clump of bushes. There, Dombey found a gun, which overloaded with buckshot, had blown up. Later, a much-bandaged Dr. Barrowgard 
threatened to curse anyone who questioned him. The gravediggers took matters into their own hands. They placed a keg of explosive powder under the cot in the tool shed where Dombey took his daily nap and lit it while he slept. The explosion blasted Dombey out of the doorway and plopped him 20 feet away. The tool shed was completely destroyed, but Dombey was unhurt. The local police nicknamed him Indestructible Sam. Damn. <laughs> but, Damn, Sam. But the best or worst was yet to come. Indestructible Sam was soon captured by masked men and taken in a boat to land Punk. Oh my goodness, what does that say? I love when Ed reads, uh, reads it. I don't know why. Ed narrating is maybe the way to go <laughs> about things. Put all Alright, so we're gonna call it we're gonna call it the Lake P, alright? Lake P. What? It's P O N T C. We're not scholars here, guys. It's Pump Talk Train. Wait, I want to give it a shot. Where are we looking at? Considering all the previous content, Lake P sounds like something else. Lake Punch Train. Lake Punch Train. Same hand. Now I need to see this. Can I try? Oh my goodness. Spencer, I'm come telling here. you, it's Ponchar Train. I'm not going to go Ponchar Train. Yeah, Ponchar Train. We're going to take a picture of this and fucking post this. Oh, maybe it's a silent A train. Yeah, Ponchar Train. No, it might be Pocket Train. Because that sounds Pocket Train. Yo, take a picture of this fucking word. All right, big, all right, big noodle. Pocket truck. Well, Sarah, Pocket take a train. picture of that word. Anyways. Great shit. There's no cues. Anyways. <laughs> Sam's hands and feet. Do cues make the word hard? <laughs> for me, they do. <laughs> so quack is a hard word for you? Stop saying it. No, it's <laughs> Quack, 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 quack. Sam's no. hands. <laughs> Sam's hands and feet were tied, and he was dumped into the depths of the lake. These particular depths, however, turned out to be only two feet. Sam wriggled free of his bonds and walked ashore. Next, Dombey's foes tried arson, and Dombey ran from his burning home. He received a full Fuck. load of buckshot in his chest. Damn! Damn is right! <laughs> Firemen <laughs> saved the house and rushed Sam to the hospital, where he lived up to his nickname. Yo, fuck that house. I got Sam, shot in the chest. Sam had the last laugh. He continued <laughs> to dig graves, and he died at 98. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck those motherfucking Having haters. outlived every one of his jealous competitors. Hey. Fuck, that was a sick-ass story. You're next, bud. I don't want to read a story. Well, you're going to read, bud. I'll read one if you want. We're oh, reading. yeah, I do. All right, right bye, Jerome. Um, <laughs> number three. Michael, Michael Malone. How many are there? Holy shit, I know this one. Oh! I actually know this one. Oh, Michael, Michael Malone. There's seven. No, Michael Malone. Because we're is, almost at an hour. Michael Malone. This is, this is another case. Do you want to do Michael Malone? It's another case of drunk guy won't die. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Fine. In 1933, a down-and-out drunken Irishman became the victim of an extraordinary series of murder attempts. Malone was a bum who frequently the, frequented the speakeasy of one Anthony Marino in the Bronx. Marino and four of his friends themselves, hard up, have recently pulled off an insurance scam, murdering Marino's girlfriend Whoa. and collecting on her policy. Uh, pitiful Michael Malloy seems a good next bet. The gang, the gang took out three policies on him, figuring Malloy would simply drink himself to death. Marino gave him an unlimited credit at the bar. This scheme failed. Malloy's liver knew no bounds. The bartender, Joseph Murphy, was in on the plot and substituted antifreeze for Malloy's whiskey. Holy shit. Malloy asked for a refill and happily put away six shots before passing out on the floor. Whoa. After a few hours, he perked up and requested another drink. 
Was that good? For us. <laughs> antifreeze is actually pretty tasty. It has a really sweet scent to it. Yeah. They actually, they actually make it taste bad so that animals, will, like, they put a thing in it so that animals won't drink it. For a week, Malloy guzzled antifreeze nonstop. Straight turpentine worked no better. What? And neither did horse linen liniment laced with rat poison. At this point, we're at a science oh, experiment. We need to, need to kill this guy. Is that just another word for ketamine? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> a meal of rotten oysters marinated in wood alcohol brought Malloy back for seconds. Bear in mind, wood alcohol is like lacquer. Like that's yeah. That. Oh. That's Whoa. not the consumable kind. But it tastes like Everclear. Oh, I've never tasted <laughs> no, lacquer, no, no, but no, it, it smells a lot like Everclear. In an ultimate victim, spoiled sardines mixed with carpet tacks, mini nails. Uh, Malloy came back for more. The gang, the gang's next tactic was to dump the drunk into a bank of wet snow and pour water on him. On a night when the temperature had sunk to negative fourteen degrees Fahrenheit, no luck. So Marino hired a professional killer who drove a taxi straight into Malloy at forty-five miles an hour, throwing him into the air, then ran over him again for good measure. Damn! After a disappearance of three weeks, Malloy walked into the bar told the boys he'd been hospitalized because of a nasty car accident, and was sure ready for a drink. Finally, the desperate murderers succeeded. They stuffed a rubber hose into Malloy's mouth and attached it to a gas jet until his face turned purple. Damn. The scheme was discovered, and the four members of the five-man murder trust, in quotations, as the tabloids dubbed Marino & Co., died in the electric chair. There you go. One New York reporter speculated that if Mike Malloy had sat in the electric chair, he would have shorted out every circuit in the Sing Sing. I just, I like the concept that it got to a point where they were like, listen, I don't even care about the money. We gotta kill this guy. Like, yeah, like, now it's just a pride thing. Yeah, it's a pride thing. And I would have told the cops that. I would have shot him in the face and I'd be like, listen, dude, I poured... All this ever this <laughs> He did not die. We hit him with a fucking car. And he came back and asked for another drink. I had to kill him. I had, I had to do it. There's a, I just want to give a shout out to, there's a YouTuber called Sam Manella, who does like little educational, like shittily animated bits. No offense, Mr. Manella. Um, Mr. But, Manella. <laughs> but he, done, he did one on Michael Malloy. So as soon as you handed me, and I saw Michael Malloy, oh no shit. Are there any more, <laughs> are there any more in this list? There's, I mean, there's three four more. Seven. We did three out of seven? Okay, there's let's. nine more lists. What is, are we going to go through all of them in this episode? Okay, well, let's do it then. <laughs> I mean, there's 11 names of things you didn't know had names. Give me the book back. You'll <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I You'll Sarah get <laughs> gets them, <laughs> takes over control. It had pictures. It has pictures? And you can call them. You can look through the book later. I know. There are pictures. <laughs> are, they, are they dirty? <laughs> no, this is a Playboy. <laughs> no, I meant like dirty. Great article, like, though. Like gross, like are they like people's brains and shit. There's one of a finger. Sick. It's just a finger. One of the lists. Oh, we're gonna awesome. Go we're gonna re- read that list with a finger. Okay, twelve unusual <laughs> accidents. I bet this one has the finger in it. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> oh. Okay, number one. Ruin the ending. A machine got drunk. Machine. A machine got drunk and crap for him. Is that the same Ate a finger. The I am the machine. <laughs> this is with England. The machine designed to give instant computer readouts of blood alcohol levels <laughs> started to give readings high enough to suggest drivers had more alcohol than blood in their bodies. The police officers found that the machine had become the 
befuddled of alcohol fumes and sent it to central headquarters to dry out. <laughs> You're like, Leave me the fuck alone! I'll give you my fucking job! <laughs> One time I was like reading binary, I thought I saw two. It was fucking crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. I'm glad I make me laugh. But I, I got binary. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I understood <laughs> your joke. Oh, I, I just didn't laugh. I just I didn't laugh. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was funny. Man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate laughter or watching a piece of your soul leave your body. Whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> A 1977 traffic jam occurred on a freeway connecting road near Los Angeles. The jam was caused by cars slowing down and skidding across around in a pool of 250 gallons of chocolate syrup. That's awesome. The syrup had spilled from 50 drums that toppled off a truck carrying them for an ice cream company. <laughs> Delicious accident ever. In 1978, a similar sticky situation occurred in Georgia. A truck overturned spilling... $10,000 worth of honey and freed 28 million bees. Oh, <laughs> shit. It took 14 beekeepers to control the insects. Meanwhile, the town over thinks there's a fucking rapture going on or something. I, I like how they said it took 14 beekeepers. Like, 14 beekeepers were out there, like, swinging their hands in a suit. Like, come on, let's rally them together. Like, you just put something they wanted, yeah. and they went to it. No, man, like, One dude could have done that. It just would have taken longer. Right. I mean, it's like a snake charmer. They play something on their flute and then all the bees line up and come back. It's crazy. They're like the Pied Piper, but with, you know, not, bees. not a pedo. The bee, beater. Yeah. The like, bee quartet? The bee quartet, yes. <laughs> I like that. That sounds very ska. Right? The bee quartet. Forget, forget your barbershop quartet. I'm the bee quartet. I'm in the bee quartet. Pick it up! <laughs> it sounds like people who sing in unison while also doing some sick dance moves. I sound, it sounds like the beginning of a children's television show to me. Like, people are going to be like, whoa! Or Yo Gabba Gabba, same difference. Or, or Kablam. Ooh, it's very good. In Washington, D.C., Wage and Price Stability Council Director Barry Bosworth, trying to hold down prices and inflammation, opposed a proposal to require lawnmower manufacturers to install devices to turn off mowers automatically when an operator releases the controls. Bosworth said the safety benefits didn't justify the increased costs. Is the finger one. A few days later. Johnny's <laughs> <laughs> spoiling <laughs> ending. Sarah's upset now. <laughs> no, no, no. The next line. Bosworth said the... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to read the rest of this. <laughs> yeah, now you got to read the rest of this. Oh, God damn it. It's punishment. It starts a few days later. Punishment. That's a good way to punish. Punishment. Yes. Days later, Bosworth cut off a figure <laughs> while trying to clear some grass from his still running mower. Exactly the kind of injury uh, safety device would have prevented that. That I guess that's you know. Yeah. I just the fact that you said cut off a figure. Yeah, it's a great thing. I, uh, I, I feel for my man Bosworth just because I used to work at like a uh, crappy deli or like a bootleg deli. At oh my god, the slicers! Yeah, and Dude. so I cleaned it with the slicer on because why would you have to scrub it if you let the thing you just push? But the you end cut end yourself on a slicer. The tip of my finger, yeah. Dude, dude, I watch a kid. Clean that, cut too. Okay, we're gonna tell this story real quick. I don't know if I've told it before on the podcast. Okay, this my very first like serious girlfriend. She cheated on me with this kid, Chris, and she kissed him or whatever. Years later, I got a job at a kitchen. I get my first day of training. This kid doesn't remember me. It's the kid, Chris. 
okay? So I'm just sitting there hating him. Just like sending him vibes of hate, you know? He's showing me everything and stuff. He shows me the slicer. He's literally showing me the slicer looking at me. And I go, I hope this kid slices off his fucking finger. Cuts oh, the top of his fucking thumb off. Oh. Like straight off. Like the nail is not there, bro. Oh, All right? Like took it off. Did, got, got, like, I, I felt like I did it. You know, because I like wished mind. it upon him. Oh, no. Your will. Cuts his finger off, has to stop working there. Like gets, has to go on disability. All this other crazy stuff. To this day, still has no no thumb. Well, they're not exactly regenerative. Yeah, I know, but it's just like it's crazy. Like he didn't get an attachment thing or anything like that. Just it's gone. How does he know everything's all good? He doesn't. He can, right? Dude, dude, you can give him the thumbs up, and it's offensive to him. You can be like, "Hey, what's up, buddy? Thumbs up. Like, how's things going? Not not thumbs up. He can't even hang loose." You need so much shit for your thumb. Yeah, dude. That kid's... Well, right. Fuck him. That's, that's what he gets why, for kissing my like, girlfriend in high school. That's <laughs> why evolution gave us thumbs. So we can hang... We can, yeah, we can hang loose. Shaka, like, bra. He yeah. should have thought about that before he kissed Gala Sosa. <laughs> yeah. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Money yeah. fucking license. Jake McKinney of Bakersfield, North Carolina, decided to step out of his camper one night for some fresh air. However, he forgot that the camper was traveling down the highway 55 miles per hour with the sun at the wheel. What? Kinney stepped right out into nothing and fell onto the pavement, but managed to get up, scramble out of the way of oncoming traffic, and he suffered only minor cuts. Fuck! He wasn't drunk? It doesn't say he was drunk. He was drunk. He just forgot. (laughs) When When you live and everything's fine and no one was there to report it, you were drunk and you just said nothing. You were like, whoa! Oh, I got out of that real quick. <laughs> Let's crack another one. Like, you didn't tell people that you had five before, you know, beforehand. In England, expert pool player Stuart Russell leaned over the table at the Eagles Inn and took aim. He coughed, sending his two false front teeth flying into the corner pocket. When he had attempted to retrieve them, his right arm got stuck in the pocket. This guy has all kinds of bad luck today. Oh, man. Two police officers, six firefighters, and some 50 customers tried to help. Finally, 50? What the fuck did they line up? Like airplane style? Did you line up? Oh, got it. Someone comes out with WD 40. Nope, didn't work. Dude, so, it's a it's a man thing. If you, you see a problem, list? you're like, all right, all right, we're all here. We have to solve this problem. 50, 50 men, though. Just one pool table. 50, uh, whatever. Have you ever lifted a pool table? Have I ever lifted a pool table? Uh, yeah, they're heavy. Yeah. It's all slate. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think 50 men could fit around a Finally, pool table. Finally. I think they'd take the turns yelling at each other and telling each other is wrong. Russell's arm was released and his teeth were recovered. He stuck them back in his mouth and continued the game, which he won. Good, Good for him. him. You earned that, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time, don't fist the pool table. I like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Such> a clutch. <laughs> I like doing that as a kid. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! We're walking into a dark place. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> After a 1980 overtime victory against the Detroit Spencer. Lions, yeah. Chicago Bears defense defensive end Dan Hampton raced across the field to join his teammates in celebration. He got right in the middle of the pummeling, pounding, and padding. Hampton suffered a broken nose when someone smashed his fa- his face mask into it. Oh yeah. Shit. Ooh. That's money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert P. Dowery, a Salem uh, attorney, 
was sitting in his office waiting for a client who was charged with drunk driving. Dory was thinking about the case when he heard a crash and a car plowed right through his front door and stopped in the middle of the room. The driver of the car was none other than his client. Holy shit. Wow. Cab's you. The next list. We're on to the next list. Which Ed wants to read. Oh, wow, were there already? (laughs) Awesome. Who can beatbox? I like how we all (laughs) said We all said it like, we're all secret beatbox artists. Use your consonants without vowels. Right. Have you ever so, actually seen, like, listen to one of those yes, guys? It's insane, fan. right? Dude, I've seen beatboxing dubstep. I'm like, All the guys who yeah, the guys who were like, yeah. I like it too. I always end up doing that with my group of friends when I'm tripping balls and just like, like, we just get into it, dude. It's fucking We get into it. It's fucking fire. That was hilarious, dude. We should, we should, we should listen to that. I bet it would be really fun. <laughs> okay, the next list, which Ed requested to read. 20 Very Odd Jobs. Ooh. Oh, boy. Armpit Sniffer. That's a job? Sniffs armpits to test deodorant effectiveness. I don't like that job. That's great. How much? They must get paid well. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Think about how much you have to fail in high school for you to I be mean, like, I'm going to be an armpit sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't do your math problems, you'll be sleeping <laughs> our kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they probably They probably mentioned the hills. You gotta. You always gotta have a kink that people don't expect. All right, next sure. one. All right, next one. Ball picker. Just stop this real quick. Ball picker. Sign me up. You mean like? Wait. You mean like cool balls? All right. So. <laughs> <What's> a, <laughs> great time. My job. Ten out of fucking ten. <laughs> Uh, pick, uh, ball picker's job is to pick pick up unclaimed baseballs, golf balls, and oh, the like nice. to keep recreation recreation areas clean. Recreation areas. Shut up. That's my kind of ball picker. I like that's misleading. That's not a bad job at all. That's just a misleading title, and they know the clientele that bought this book. Speaking of this, <laughs> so imagine. That's the baseball players being like, oh, you must be the ball picker. <laughs> wow. Even the water boy's laughing at you, yeah. Recreational ball picker. And Caitlin yes. messaged me saying, I know you would love this book. I'm a professional oh, yeah, ball I'm picker. Absolutely, I'm absolutely the client's up in this book. I'm not saying that as a... all are. Yeah, they've got us. And it was written in 1983, and I'm still in. Speaking of misleading titles, okay. Boner. What? Okay. Play trombone. Play trombone. <laughs> okay, inserts, insert stays... Bones or steels into prepared pockets of women's foundation garments, such as corsets or brassieres. It's a fancy way to say half sex. Brassieres. 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 Yeah, Brassieres. 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 Outsoles of lasted shoes using brush and cloth to lighten color of outsoles. Honestly, my idea was like the guy that sits at the bottom of the stadium bleachers. Well, <laughs> in the last decade or so, people are getting their bottoms bleached for a whole nother. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah, it was somebody who bleached someone's no, asshole. Honestly, yeah. So these aren't crappy jobs. These are just jobs that make you think of sexual things. Yeah. I have a bleach. What are you window here today? Didn't a celebrity do that? 
I have tons of people are bleaching their butt. This yeah, it's a, it's a it's a porn star thing. thing. You can yeah. you can sun bleach your butt. Did you know that? You can, oh yeah, you could. You can take I have a bleached ass. I, I, I knew that. Don't ask me why I know this, but there's a YouTube video on how to bleach your butt. They say it's great for your energy too. You it's know the the great YouTube is very yeah. helpful. What's my energy? <laughs> Well, you know, Amber. if you believe in all the crystals, that. <laughs> that's awesome. There's that's literally, great. there's literally, oh my god, that's great. There's literally a video of me yelling at Ed, booing that song. Ever, <laughs> ever. Yeah, and he's like, like yeah, three eleven's the color of my asshole. There you go. We know the color of his asshole. Like, all right, uh, next Amber's one. Amber's a great color for your asshole. It is. Cheers, bud. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Maybe an upcoming Christmas present. <laughs> Cabbage Salter. Why Christmas? My birthday's in a few weeks. Yeah. Okay, Jeroni. I kept that in mind. We're saving this one for Jesus. All right, cabbage salter fills wooden tubes, barrels, or containers with cabbage or cover and covers with salt and other preservatives. I'm a cabbage salter. To keep my father was a cabbage spoiling. salter. His grandfather was, was a cabbage salter. Was refrigeration just not invented yet for this one? Local six cities do cabbage yeah. salters. Fuck with no. us. <laughs> you were talking about the one before about the oh, like. Oh, we're gonna let these fucking scabs <laughs> fucking salt this cabbage. <laughs> Nobody salt that cabbage before I saw it. <laughs> you you were talking about the bones in the corset, like that's the what, boner. Yeah, yeah, that's what corsets were made out of back in the day. It was well bones and shit. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. That's yeah. really sick. That is okay. Really sick. Really? I thought that was like. No. All right, next back one. On the what do you know? There should be more whale bones in clothes. Uh, is what I'm saying. I don't think so. <laughs> that requires killing whales. No, no, no. no I'm <laughs> saying I'm existing dead P- whales. PETA has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo. Next one. whale bone shoes. I wear those. Can catcher. Don't say these things. Can I catcher. I can't catch it. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking him out of the park, bro. <laughs> Stands at end of conveyor belt and catches falling cans and hands in order to keep cans from colliding and denting each other. Applaud these people! Hell yeah! Couldn't they just have like a like like a surface that it falls onto and rolls off that like dust? It, it they definitely had that. Shut your horn out! You're ruining jobs. <laughs> you know, piss off the unions. <laughs> All the right. Can catching unions. The next one is. Prevalent one, sorry. Dinky operator. Dinky. Dinky. I've operated dinkies. Dinky operator. So there's not. <laughs> as soon as I find, found out. My, my resume is. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> a dinky operator controls dinky engine powered by electric gasoline. That doesn't steam, explain anything. Compressed <laughs> air or diesel engine that you can't use the word. Shunt, can I finish? Okay. And shunt cars oh. at, at an industrial establishment or, or mine. Can you, can you can't you use the word to wait. explain. Well, do they oil the dinkies too? It works. So hold on. Yeah, let's try and use our context clues here. Which one was it? Uh, dinky. Dinky operator. Uh, number seven. Controls a dinky engine powered by... A di- so I need to look at what a dinky engine is. Yeah, you can't use the word to explain it. It's probably just a shitty engine. Dinky it's slang for diesel, probably. Oh, They're like, ah, oh, you're rolling dinky. Well, oh, you, got, <laughs> you got that dinky engine over there. We don't fool with that Mickey Mouse bullshit. That Mickey Mouse bullshit. Or just the most horse engine where it's like, what's the fuck? With, what? Yeah, this isn't even an engine. This is some d- dinky-ass motor. What the hell is it? Well, because It's I, for trains. Oh. Dinky Ooh. engine? Well, because there's, there's so many different, like, it says electric, like, this is the ultimate hybrid. It's electric, gas, steam, compressed air, or diesel. Oh, I don't know how the fuck. Not at the same time. How, you don't know that. They didn't say that. <laughs> it says or. All of them at the same time. Oh, so it says transport and shunt cars. They're talking about train cars. 
Is there a bibliography for this book? What's no. the next one? For that's Ron's list. Or, or, okay. Cool. Uh, dog and cat food cook. That sounds great. That is actually yeah, a cool that, job. Honestly, yeah. Oh, I can see so that being bad. a thing. Controls say, battery. Or terrible, and you still do a fine job. <laughs> yeah, dogs don't know shit. Exactly. Controls battery of steam of steam jacketed kettles that cook ingredients for preparation of dog and cat foods. Who the hell uses battery for the for for a content load? Like nobody uses the term battery for a, a, an amount of stuff. I know what you were saying. It's not battery like Duracell. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just thinking. But yeah. I'm just like, who the fuck uses? Yeah, I'll take I'll take a a, a battery of beer, please. I'm having a huge dinky engine party. <laughs> 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 Bringing out the engineers in the electrical field, the diesel field, the compressed air. <laughs> oh, Kyle, I think you're like this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Easter Bunny! That's What's a he weird. do? <laughs> Impersonates Easter Bunny the to promote sales, activity in retail stores. I like how that made the list. <laughs> at conventions or exhibits, and to amuse children at hospitals, amusement parks, and private parties. I want to be the person who's like, nah, no one does that. <laughs> That's a real job? You wait, you're telling oh, me the Easter Bunny isn't not real? <laughs> yeah, you never saw rabbit shit eggs? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna Just be like the guy once. on the side, like you were at Mad Lib when we were trying to get that truck out of the sand. Oh my god, that's <laughs> You're the just best. gonna be with your Joel. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that looks hard. How about you? Yeah, you, how about you just put the wood underneath the top? looks charging. You're like, why don't you just lift it? <laughs> That's what he said to all of us. And the one dude got so fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he was just standing there smoking, so he's like, why don't you just lift it? I feel like Joel's like all insulting to be around. And the guy's like, I can do this anyway. Dad, he's like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> Wiping right. the sweat from his brow, like, all right, hold on. <laughs> just like 40 of us pushing a truck a U-Haul that was a great I'm just pissing everyone off extermination supervisor <laughs> uh, they're like hey you better kill those bugs today <laughs> you stand there with like oh you missed a spot there that bug All is right. definitely still alive so what they do is supervises and coordinates activities of exterminators engaged in wow. destroying vermin with Insecticides, ro- rodenticides, and fumigants. That was as, fun. As that, that was went, fun to go through that. With as you. someone that went to school as like pretty much a liberal arts major that had to write papers and fluff them with bullshit, I appreciate whoever made that sentiment because all he said was like the extermination supervisor is the supervisor that uh, supervises exterminators. <laughs> That's all that sentence yeah. said. But they fluffed it up to sound like this crazy sort of like, the, that guy should write resumes. My resume already looks like this. So. Like, instead, instead of proficient in Microsoft Office, it's just like, um, uh, excels in uh, computer arts and literature. Something like that. <laughs> Alright, so the next one is Fish Housekeeper. Oh, and they clean... Cleans, dresses, wraps, labels, and stores fish for guests at resort establishments. Can I get my fish? How extinct is that? Dresses? Yeah. With what? Yeah, how do they dress a fish? Season. I guess, yes, yeah, like marinated. Or, you know, oh, like, oh, oh, like oh, you guys got tricked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh you, put, you, you put a little bow tie in a little <laughs> bow on them. 
watch your dreams fall apart. Mr. Jenkins. I now pronounce you Mahi and Mahi. I was gonna give another one. It was a vegan joke. Like in the eighties, I guess it would be good for. Oh man, this is an interesting name. Ready? Prune washer. Gee, please explain to me what that means. Tens machine that washes prunes. Preparatory for to canning. Packaging or making specialty food. And how far did you get in your school spelling bee? These are all in your Preparatory! <laughs> Shut up! God damn it. That's why I didn't want to read. <laughs> no, I love reading. <laughs> I keep my prunes clean. It doesn't love you. Puff ironer. Puff, Puff ironer. Puff ironer. Slides material back and forth overheated. Metal. <laughs> what? Ball shaped. Form to smooth and Kyle's making portions. it sexual. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows. Of garments that cannot be satisfactorily Can we pressed with what? Can we have to say that with Marvin Gaye playing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be satisfactorily pressed with and iron. Damn. <laughs> Laying it out, Ed. Cool. You know, yeah, forget everything I said. You're Marvin Gaye now. You do it. <laughs> All right. You're Marvin Gaye now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> queen producer. Producer, yeah. Uh, raises queen bees. I was really hoping it was going to say raises Freddie Mercury, but... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about. I was like, oh, he makes queen? Like, he makes Wait, queen sure. cover bands? It like... still have been a band at that time if it was in the 80s, right? Very true. That's oh, true. Very true. Yeah. In this context, it could have been a producer. This is canon. Queen. But I like it. Canon within the time Ooh, frame. I like this one. Reefer engineer. Oh, uh, that's yeah. me. This is definitely. <laughs> this is definitely I engineer the, it into my lungs. <laughs> this is definitely to help keep the Great Barrier Reefs going. Yes. Yeah. Operates refrigeration. That's not what I do. Or air conditioning <laughs> equipment ab- aboard ships. Oh. When I work, I used to I guess work at a ship. Is a reefer? Uh, I. I they have a lot of weird names for ships. Like a dinghy? Like well, they exist on the reef. A schooner? Uh, they probably have a dinghy engine anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to, like, dude, I want to. Can you buy a dinghy engine? Is that a thing? I want to Can you buy a dinghy engine for bicycle. your boat? Let's put it on a, what do you call it, one of those longboards so we can ride around on the longboard and not, not yeah, have dude. to push it. One of those longboards has a motor with no brakes on it? I mean. Yeah, let's do it. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. A motor dinky with... longboard. Uh, <laughs> the misled 104 dinky steam locomotive. Okay, so we're going to put that on the longboard. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, Alright, so the next one is router operator. Tens machine t- that roots or stitches, prescribed quantity of hair onto doll heads. Interesting. I just kind of said, dude, I've been working on doll heads. They creep me <laughs> out. <laughs> I can see that being really weird. Especially like the ones thing. with the eyes that open and close, except sometimes they only open halfway, and then it just opens and stares at you. No. Nope. I worked. Nope. At, I worked at a gas station in high school, mm-hmm. and they called the position a, tr- a petroleum transition engineer. That's the, <laughs> I always thought I that was you, kind man. of... I always thought that was cute. Like, instead of calling yourself a gas attendant, you would just be like, I'm a petroleum transition. It's like engineer. the same people who make the names for car colors. Like, you don't buy a black car, it's obsidian. Or, uh, shit, now I gotta think of the other ones. But, like, you have jazz blue. 
Can you drive a red car? No, it has to be crimson. fire truck apple crimson scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one is slime. Pr- ah, sorry, slime plant operator. Like slime plant live. <laughs> slime plant, like he's getting the slime from the plant. I was just kind of hoping well, it was the 90s Nickelodeon thing. Oh, let's find out. <laughs> yeah, the Nickelodeon was invented literally, I think, this year. All right, so it tends... Actually, Nickelodeons were things in, like, the 30s that were... Uh, <laughs> the musical intro. Yeah, I got it. I got thank, it. You. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank I know you. what you're talking about. All right, so... Uh, what was... Okay. Tens agitation tanks that mix copper or slime and acid solution... What the fuck is slime? I can't say that word again. Proprietary? Yeah. Proprietary. What the fuck is slime? To uh, precipitation of copper. Yes. You ever play with Gak? Yeah, there you go. That's what they use. Hi, Kyle. It's like your hitters. Alright. That's my slime. The next one is squeak, <laughs> squeak, rattle, and leak repairer. They could have said squeak, rattle, yeah. they could have said squeak, rattle, and roll. All the noises that makes. <laughs> squeak, rattle, and leak. That was a missed opportunity. Squeak, rattle, and roll. They were so close. <laughs> Drives automobiles of service customers to determine origin of noises and leaks and repairs or just components to eliminate cause of complaint. So it's a mechanic. Yeah. So yeah, I guess so. They just shortened it to mechanic after you know. There's no, there's no squeak. Like no, no mechanic was like, oh, there's a leak. Better bring in the squeak operator. <laughs> squeak rattle leak repair. <laughs> Although I'm not gonna lie, if I'm a mechanic and someone had squeak rattle and roll, I'd bring it in just to see the truck. Okay. <laughs> Next one is sucker machine operator. Is he a sucker and he's working a machine? Well, they tend machine that automatically forms. Lollipops of sp- specified shape on ends of wooden sticks. What are these measurements? <laughs> How many lollipops? It's L O L L Y P O P. What's a lollipop? Like a lollipop, you like a candy. No, no, no. But it's spelled with a Y. You're not going to with a sucker operator. Get it? Sucker's a lollipop. Tens machine that automatically forms lollipops of. What the fuck is it's a, a sucker operator, Ed. A sucker's another name for a lollipop. <laughs> yeah, it's a sucker. It's manufacturing lollipops. These aren't terrible jobs. They're just misleading names. It's yes. 20 very odd jobs. Very oh, odd, odd job. Odd job. That's not that odd. It's just a misleading name again. It's not that odd to be like, yeah, I work at a lollipop yeah. factory. Whoa, you're fucking weird, bro. Throw performer. Throat or throw? Thrill. 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 That's the Australian guys. <laughs> oh, with the didgeridoo? The didgeridoo, yeah. <laughs> okay. Entertains <laughs> audiences at fairs, carnivals, and circuses. I was by, not far off. By performing daredevil feats, such as diving from a high diving board into tank of now water. I'm far off. Parachuting from airplane or being shot from cannon onto net. So, um, thank you. What the hell is his name? The really famous one, Evil Knievel. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Next list. Do we have another one? We have a few more. We have a whole book. We have like five more. We really do. Okay, let's do it. We really do. Okay. Yo, pass me a PBR. It's gonna be a long night. We're gonna cut this episode in half. Oh yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna cut this episode. Or in thirds. Yes, but they all went through it once. 
No, they didn't. Yes, I, I did. Initially, what? yeah, but we didn't know we had so many. I didn't think I had so <laughs> Do you want to cut it here honestly, and then we'll pick up the other one? Yeah, how much? How many more? Uh, we, we got, got five. like five? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's cut it here because we're fucking, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's going to make another. Uh, uh, what is it? What is it? Yeah, this was a lot of fun, guys. That was a lot, that was a lot of fun. That was a shit. Uh, we, this episode will be posted in July. So, because uh, we're ahead of time, because we're fucking Post- on top July. of shit and yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, all the episodes that I would have to talk to you about would have already been released. Yep. All that content would have already been released. The pre-order would have already happened and been done. Uh, I, ho- I hope we're mailing you the shirt now. Uh, um, this will be right before your birthday. Yeah, so uh, this will be, re- yeah, it'll be right before my birthday. So uh, I don't know what we're going to do for my birthday. I don't know if we'll do something special, but we'll, we'll try to think of something. Because yeah, it's 4th of July. Nice. Uh, uh, and Sarah's birthday is also like a few days after mine. The 8th. Yeah, is it the 8th? I thought it was the 7th. It's the 8th. It's four days after the 4th of July. I thought it was the 7th. I don't know why. I thought it was like right in the middle of mine and Taylor's. Because Taylor's uh, is the 9th. Was it Saturday in a park? Because I think it was the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a Saturday, and I'm going to go to a park, and that'll happen. That's a Chicago reference. I know. I know what it is. I just wanted you. Acknowledge that. Anything that says Fourth of July in it, I'm, pre- I'm probably aware of it. Right. I'll think of something. All right, you think of it. You work on that. I think I will. Uh, so yeah, I don't really know what I'll say. We're gonna be releasing another shirt probably right around this time. That'll be our actual, like our official T-shirt that I did the design and why that guy helped me with it. Um, Hopefully we'll have um, some more content with like uh, Spencer and Kyle's project out and some of the video stuff that we'll be recording next week that you won't know about until after. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess this is everything. Thank you for coming out, guys, and uh, doing another fun episode. Uh, yeah, I guess this is everything. Anything else, guys? Love y'all. We'll see you on the flip. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to lists. Shout out to lists. Shout out to kooky people in the eighties that Shout think that being insultive is just hit is great for hitting on women. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. And then the one sweet list where he like acted like a human. Right. Like he entered a laundromat and all of a sudden he was like, you know what I'm gonna treat women right out, now. Laundromat, bring out the best in people. I guess so. <laughs> Clean, cleaned all that filth off his fucking there mouth. You go. Shout out to all the squeak operators of the world. Oh, the yeah. squeak all operators. The dinky operators. The dinky operators. Uh, we notice you. Our 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 gas-powered dinkies, our diesel dinkies, our air-compressed dinkies. The essential workers. Our skinny dinkies. The essential dinkies. <laughs> All right, the essentials. All right, guys, thanks again. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. It sounds like a ska band name. It does sound like a ska band. Everything sounds like a ska band name. <laughs> yeah, is that so? It's, it is now. Oh. We're writing it right now. Horns, horns. Only posers don't listen. Bye.